0: Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot maybe your
1: new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance.
2: We're here, we're back. Hello That's it. again, how was uh, the rest of your Sunday evening, uh, slash Monday, Tuesday? You must have been quite tired having <laughs> stayed up and watching the Super Bowl, JB.
3: Exhausted. Tom Brady, five rings, eh? I who, know. who would have guessed? Incredible. Incredible.
2: Um, the Atlanta Falcons coach talked in his pre-game press conference about Rugby Union, did you see that? Uh, I did.
4: No, I didn't. I yeah. did. Have you got the About audio his admiration I do, I just, for the All Blacks?
2: Yeah, no, no, I've got, it, I've got it here actually. Do you want? I fact this is a good. One. Yeah, let's yeah go for. It. Let, let's let's get let's get the theme music. Are we doing our normal theme music for this midweek domestic podcast because yes, because this is Tuesday night. Yes. Um. Or we we doing our regular theme? Oh, hold on. Or we doing different music?
4: What music would you like?
2: Well, which one should should we do for these midweek domestic podcasts? Do you think? Do you think we should mix it up a
4: bit? I'd go for. a... A nice bit of Avicii.
2: Oh, I think so, because oh, we're going to be talking about Avicii Premiership, as well as Pro 12.
4: Fine. All right, and
3: boys. Metaphorical hands in. Pod on
2: three.
3: Pod One on
2: three. One, two, three. Pod. Oh. It's the Egg Chasers rugby podcast. This, the midweek domestic podcast. Uh, we've already done Six Nations podcast, which is in our feed subscribe you'll get that one and this one and all future podcasts delivered straight to you but this there one you. is all about domestic, domestic matters so we're going to be talking about Avicii Premiership we're going to be talking about Pro12 we're going to be talking transfer rumors uh, we're going to be reviewing looking at the games coming up this weekend and talking about all other issues that we haven't covered off in the Six Nations podcast uh, we've already talked about uh, the Super Bowl did you watch any of it Phil because, of course, this is Tuesday evening.
4: Uh, no, I'm not a, big, not a big NFL fan. I thought when you said Tom Brady, you were talking yeah, about... Yeah, but that stadium uh... fire was impressive, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about the uh, halftime show? Uh, well, very political from Gaga. I wasn't expecting <laughs> that. <laughs>
2: right, well, this is in the press conference ahead of Super Bowl 51. Is it 51 tonight uh, I mean uh, was it 51 I think it was choosing on, uh, on a Sunday, Sunday night, night. Um, this is Atlanta Falcons coach in the pre-match presser pre-game presser and rugby getting a mention I think this is really cool Hold on, and to fire up in, in your own time, come on.
1: You know, I, I did read a, uh, an interesting book last year um, about the New Zealand rugby team, the All Blacks, and uh, the culture they've had, the winning they've had. It was uh, I've studied rugby from tackling, and it was, uh, it's was it been a driving influence on our leverage tackling, using our shoulder tackling keeping our head out. And so my interest, you know, for rugby was already there. And then when I found out more about their culture, what they stood for... Um, how they had long-term success for years and years. Um, that book of legacy was certainly one that uh, left a big impression on me. Someday uh, I will make that trip over there to see them compete and play. Uh, that's how strongly you know I felt about just reading about them. So uh, I haven't had any interaction with them uh, up to now, but it was definitely a book that captured me.
2: There you go. That's pretty cool, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, very cool. It really is. Is, is that the same book uh, that he's read that Stuart Lancaster was so Maybe, inspired by? Maybe,
3: except for the book that Stuart Lancaster loves is the one by Bill Bill Walsh, who was the ex-49ers coach. It probably has gone all full circle now, because I know that's a big book to read
4: in, in all sporting circles. It is. I mean, looking at it from, from any sporting perspective, if you just take the kind of cold hard facts about the All Blacks and their... win ratio their longest winning streak their domination at two World Cups and the way that they do things as well Mm. it's obviously kind of uh, it must be very appealing to any coach of any sport to try and get some insight into that
2: I was it's a question we talked about in previous years on previous podcasts when the Super Bowl has been about but and I don't want to go into it in in too much depth as a result but rugby players that could translate to the NFL we've seen Nate Ebner uh, he turned out for the New England Patriots yeah he did Super Bowl 51 uh, and he played at Rio for USA in the Sevens um, rugby union players that could transition and w- w- the size of these American football player units is just, is just ridiculous so I was just wondering JB you know a bit more about the size and shape and stuff mm-hmm. would Uini Antonio be anywhere even remotely close to being a, a lineman in the NFL oh, I think
3: it could be I mean the thing is now the lineman maybe an interior lineman uh, the exterior linemen are not only huge, as in weight-wise, but they're also seriously athletic, particularly left guard. Well, o- so. over
2: five meters, anyway.
3: So, oh, uh,
4: sorry, I thought you meant height. height. That's, 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 that's huge, Tim. <laughs> yeah. um, who's that? Um, <laughs> given that? Given that six foot six is two meters, yeah, that is a, b- a that's big a boy.
3: Big boy, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think you'd need more of a, you know, the uh, more of a Jamie Cudmore type on the. Um, uh, uh, left guard yeah. uh, left tackle sorry do you know
2: what Paolo talking domestic pod and not going with international players Paolo Adogwu as a running back definitely 100% that, yeah, that, he could that totally definitely fits that. the uh, profile
3: yeah shall we start off with sale in the <laughs> 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 in the Anglo-Welsh
2: well, another look,
3: convincing win three on the bounce now for for, for sale well uh,
2: can I can I say we're talking about Anglo-Welsh I um. It was much like Phil said. You can get rugby fatigue sometimes, mm. and I, I want to keep. I wanted to keep my powder dry for both the Avicii Premiership, which is returning, and also the the Six Nations, which I is, is, our, is the most wonderful time of the year. So I I gave the Anglo Welsh Cup a little bit of breathing space.
3: Oh, I thought I. I've really. Do you know what I've really enjoyed this year's Ang, Ang, Anglo Welsh?
4: It's been a nice little hors d'oeuvre. Uh, before the big games, I'll tell you what I do, Andre, is actually seeing the team sheets. Yeah. Because some, sometimes you read a team sheet and you're like, God, I don't recognise any of these. They're all kids. And sometimes you're like, God, there's quite a few like returning stars yeah. and players. And there's some desperation as well. Like Northampton to me were desperate. You don't,
3: why would you play your starting fly half? Yeah. You know, your you're starting starting centres Ben Foden returned. He looked absolutely magnificent. And I don't know who the odds makers are in betting. I don't know how people make the odds. But Northampton were thirty-point favourites, which I thought is outrageous. I mean, that's an outrageous call to think a team could be thirty points favourites, and they were bang on. Huh. Northampton. Hammered Someone them. knows things. Yeah, but having said that, Scarlets not good, good for the future. Lots of bright young that's things there.
2: Well, let's mm. uh, talking about the future. Let's focus on looking forward. Then. Okay, let's do that. Um, because, um, yeah, with 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 the Six Nations being on. It, the Anglo Welsh is a bit of an afterthought for many, many rugby nah, fans. No, we at all. Lo- we, lo- <laughs> we love it all, but and, and we'll get interested in it in the in the knockout stages, I'm sure. But um, I I'll, I'll just remind people that we we are at Rugby Podcast on Twitter. We're on Facebook, which is where you can find information of our live podcast and our weekend away in Bucharest. Which, if you want to come to the final weekend of six, see Six Nations games in a bar where it's one pound a pint max. Uh, where we'll be doing a live podcast and where we'll be going to another massively uh, crucial European game. Biggest game in Europe when it happens? It probably will be, yeah. Mm. Romania v. Georgia um, on that weekend of of the england islands It's going to be
3: a cracking game, I, yeah. I genuinely can't wait. I think I've even got Milton Hogg, the Georgia coach, on Rupee Dungeon the week before. Mm. Yeah, all exciting. tying it together.
2: Very exciting. Love it. Uh, so, yeah, subscribe on iTunes, leave your reviews there, and uh, as, as I mentioned earlier, we'll have two podcasts a week. Now, one thing we didn't mention in the in the last podcast, before we get on to all the transfer rumours and all the games looking ahead, and mm-hmm. stuff, one thing we didn't mention was the brilliant effort by our listeners, boys, on our end of pod stash tag <laughs> that we did uh, in last week's uh, podcast. So, at the very end, we had a little uh, special hash stash tag uh, to win a piece of stash for listening right to the end and you can prove you're listening right to the end by taking part in our little stash tag so uh, the stash tag we had was rugby clickbait and you know those annoying websites you find where they're oh 14 reasons why you won't or you won't believe why all these kind of crappy stuff that you see on um on websites or it throws yeah. up at you so we had some cracking rugby clickbait uh, headlines didn't we
4: I thought so. There's some brilliant,
2: brilliant ones. I mentioned Uwini Antonio. Uh, ben Twilly said, "Click here to see Uwini Antonio's favourite cake recipes." The Stollen is wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> a reference to Phil's wonderful Stollen that he made in about 2014. Long time, yeah. Before, ben. It, was, it was a
4: while ago. I need to make some more next year. Um, I, my, my very favourite one, which I think I actually laughed out loud at the time wow. when I read it in work. In work. Did you say uh, lol? I said lol. You said lol. Ruffle.
3: Yeah. Uh, I tell you, one of the most annoying ones. Right. Uh, a good friend of mine, Harry Gorin. I'll mention him by, by name. Uh, maybe it was Pedder. I can't remember. Uh, two, two friends of mine. We started as a joke when we were having a few few drinks, laughing, and then snorting because we thought it was funny. So, <laughs> right. That, that you of always of do that. And now it's actually become a habit. So <laughs> I'll be I'll be laughing. I'll be laughing to someone in front of work. <laughs> Uh, expecting the, <laughs> the follow
4: on laugh from everyone else who so don't get the joke and you're just like mm. yeah there you are uh, my my personal favourite was from James Parrot, who said rugby clickbait you won't believe the estate Simon Hammersley will inherit <laughs> <laughs> Lord Hammer of Hammershire <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: Chris Gamlin Andrews r- hashtag rugby clickbait seven Nazi war criminals You'll never, you never knew played <laughs> international rugby for South Africa. <laughs> You'll huh? never believe number five.
4: Um, T- I've got, Thomas, I've got... Po- Thomas Ponting. The real reason Billy 12 Trees has a professional rugby contract. Nice. <laughs> yeah,
2: good. Uh, Joe Heron from discipline problems in Bristol to playing loose in Leicester, you won't believe what Ellis Genge did next. <laughs>
3: you actually wouldn't. If only you, you if, knew. Yeah, if people knew. If people knew. Uh,
2: don't say that, because people get people... So, people who don't know get so
3: annoyed. People contact me on, on, on Twitter on a regular basis. Yeah. A nice Come on, tell me, what did, Ellie,
4: what, what did Ellis Genge do? We, we can't say. We legally can't say. It's, Matt... just, it's not fair to tease. No, it's not. Matt Merritt said, Ruby clickbait... Ten players. Tim Cocker doesn't want to play for England. <laughs> you won't believe number six. Uh, Col- you, won't, you won't believe where they're from. Yes, we will. Uh, Colin
2: Hotchkiss. <laughs> uh, this, this, this is a really good one as well. Um, Chris, Ho- Chris, Ho- Colin Hotchkiss. Nineteen of the most amazing rugby wags Tim has ever found. <laughs> uh, and I would say, if if that ever becomes a real article, I would uh, go incognito. Gregory John um, those interna- the international players that went to play in France look at the state of them now <laughs> some very very good ones uh, we've seen next year's Gloucester rugby trophy cabinet you will literally evacuate when you see it <laughs> uh, evacuate yeah oh, okay I'm sure I got that wrong anyway sorry Jack Ryan if I said it wrong Oh uh, and Mark Okay, I I
3: think I think we've had enough uh, now. Mark
2: one more, Mark says uh, a JB hear me now believe me later prediction that actually came true. Mm. You won't believe it. What's that guy's
3: name? <laughs> What's that guy's name? Mark. Blocked. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Alright. Uh, transfer rumour mill. Come on, let's 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 get into some of these talking points then. Some of these rumours.
3: Alright. Well I don't have any rumours per se, but I do have a well, two transfers, which I'm really interested in. Uh, Northampton have been active this, uh, this week, and they've bought the raw, the brilliant Mitch Eady. Yes. I think that's One a of trem- the brand, brand tremendous signings.
2: And listener of the podcast.
3: Yeah, Jamal. We know
2: this because uh, he tweeted us, and we went, oh, Jamal Ford-Robinson, oh, yeah. Jamal, do you listen? And he tweeted us back a screenshot of the Egg Chasers episode on his phone and says, every week good lad. Every, every episode he's a he's a listener. So congratulations on your move. Um, good luck with your relegation fight with your current and hometown club Bristol and all the best for Northampton.
3: Yeah. And uh, if you want to know more about him, do you know where do you know can get uh, can on ask him? Guess where he will be appearing very oh, soon? I wonder. Where? I wonder. The Rugby Dungeon of course this uh, <laughs> uh, this Monday.
2: <laughs> Looking forward to of that a
3: lot. Of course. Of course. Um Oops. yes. Uh two really good signings. Um they I mean they do invest a lot in their front row uh, and it seems to be it kind of goes both ways as soon as you get into the Northampton front row that's almost cue to becoming an international in so yeah yeah very very nice signing I think Mitch Eady as well I'm not seen much, much of him this year but he was meant to be the danger man for for Bristol I think
4: hadn't been for injuries we might have seen a lot more of him yeah Mitch, Mitch Eady is a handy player so I it'll be interesting to see where they play him as in if you've got Pickamoles and Tamina Harrison who are both kind of Running abrasive, uh, back rows. He'll come probably come in and play number six. I think so. Um, But I don't think they've also
3: not got a natural. Not that he is a natural replacement for for Louis Pickamore. But I think Ben Nutley is their next number eight. And I'm not saying he's got got Dickinson as well, haven't they? Yeah, not really. You know, number eight. So you know, he'll he'll give good good cover. Yeah, and good option at six. Um.
2: Story which uh, was in the Telegraph and then followed elsewhere in Sunday's papers of Freddie Burns and George Ford swapping Leicester and Bath. Hmm, This is ominous, isn't it? If those outlets have
3: got it, particularly the Telegraph, it looks like this is going to happen. I just hope there's something... Sneakier foot and it doesn't happen, but yeah, it looks like wow. the sale dream is Well, only. if
2: anyone listened to the podcast at the midweek domestic podcast in the autumn internationals on the 22nd of November, they would have heard the first talk of uh, of a Freddie Burns swap uh, on this very podcast. Um, we did say a number of different clubs that we that we, we thought George <laughs> Ford might might end up at, but we were vet, but I was I was, yep. vet, I was categorical in the uh. Freddie Burns had been offered as a swap. As has been said before, Bruce Craig was kind of the gatekeeper because he's still under contract. It was thought that Bruce Craig wouldn't uh, let George Ford go to Leicester. I wonder if the sale move, had that happened, might have just been a one-year thing well, as the- a bridge between that and Leicester. Because clearly... Did you we get
3: talk the- about the rumour about the, the the payment structure for that? No. Shall we? Shall we talk about the rumour about no. it? No. Why? It's really interesting.
2: It is very interesting, but it's... Oh,
3: sorry, it, it, can we not talk about it?
2: Because, did it come from you? As in... No, I have no idea what you're talking about, David. <laughs> right, fine. Okay, okay. No, we can't talk about that then. <laughs> no, I don't, know. I don't know what you're talking about anyway. Okay, fine. No, do, 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 do
3: you actually not? No, I, I know what you're talking uh, I, about. I'm confused now because you're doing such a good... Okay, okay, kill it, kill it, kill it. Kill it with fire. <laughs> uh,
2: but I, I wonder if the, the move to sale would have just been a one-year bridge to get to Leicester, which appears to be, from what, from what you can tell, the place that George Ford
4: wants to be. Yeah, which is, in, which is interesting, given some of Leicester's struggles this season. <sighs> yeah, they're still Leicester, though, aren't they? They are still Leicester. And he does have
3: a history with the club. I mean, yeah,
2: 25,000 people watching you play in a packed stadium. Um, yeah, but enough
3: about sale. Let's um, talk about Leicester. A, ma- a,
2: massive, <laughs> a massive club. I'm really... If he goes to Leicester, not saying I want him to go to Leicester over, say, Northampton or stay at Bath or anywhere, really, but I'm as england's ten i'm delighted that he would possibly if we believe the numbers choose a significant amount less money to go to a uh, to go to Leicester rather than sale not because i don't like sale but just because it just feels like the right move for him to make no england it doesn't feel like the, right. the, the money will come as a result of playing at the top well, of game you need i to...
3: don't really know what that means because will the money come as a result of playing no it won't because well yeah 22 grand every england match yeah but what you think he's going to get dropped from england for playing for sale
2: no, I'm not saying that. But so if he's to get
3: 22 grand anyway. He's going to get 200 grand on top of what he's allegedly going for at, at Leicester.
2: I'm not. I'm not saying that. But what I am saying is when when your get when your position is not guaranteed, and you can play in Europe's top flight competition or not. Mm. Do you know what I think? It's I really
3: I, I don't like it, and you know everyone's going to say J. B. Sale fan. I'm by the way, I'm not actually a sale fan. Um, the reason I don't like it is I was really looking forward to having a northern stronghold of rugby. I think rugby is better when either Newcastle or Sale or Leeds are strong. Now, Newcastle have been strong for basically a generation, though. Sale will have a strong team, but it does make a big difference. And oh, I thought, I, yeah, I if you look at all the talent which comes out of the northwest, it'd be nice to have a team in the, the North West that can h- harness it, whether that be via Eastmond or Ford or Farrell or Spencer. You know,
4: yeah, and you, but you get some of those and you can bring back some of the other exactly. guys like Tommy Taylor and Gaskell and Miller, like, Boys who've moved to Wasp. But, yeah. But there's there's guys elsewhere as well. Luther Burrell, for example. Yeah, Kieran yeah. Brooks is a Yeah, so you've got
3: all of this talent. And I thought that I honestly thought that Ford coming over to Sale was gonna be the catalyst to get every well, not everyone back because that'd be ridiculous picking a team by postcode. But um yeah, you know, it it would be good to see something like a regeneration of northern rugby, which is exactly what that would have been.
2: I get that. I I, I do get it. I'm just. I, I think it's uh, it's it's something I want to see. I, I think George Ford would have been going for maybe the uh, geography reasons.
3: But yeah, but for the money as well. Because he, he
2: would have just been going. He would have been going for the cash. But and do you I know what? not like He it. should be paid the cash. Yeah, no, Because I, I don't, if he I manages, if he no, if,
3: if he went, he would be not only. Not only the best player there, he'd also be the reason that a load of load more players. I oh, no, go. I also agree. And a, load
2: they,
4: yeah, and a load and of fans. And the well, reason that they
2: keep that their... remains to be seen. No,
3: it doesn't.
4: Well, no, I mean, say when they had a, a very strong thing. When the, 2006, when when, they had when all their the ground stars, was right
2: next to a train station that, and and it, in Cheshire where most of their fans
4: are, that did help. But they were selling out. But if, before they left Edgeley, they weren't selling out Edgeley Park, were they? No, because they started selling all this. How did you do this, and...
2: JB? You've managed to get us talking about <laughs> <Yeah>. sale. <laughs> we're
4: talking way too much about sale. right? And so well, George, but, We're talking about George Ford.
2: So Freddie, Freddie Burns Bath, is that a good fit? I'm, no. I'm not convinced. No. I mean, it's his hometown club. He loves it. He'll play with massive passion. That's who he watched as a kid.
4: I don't think it's too bad. Bath have got a decent pack, and they've got some exciting players out, out, outside know, I, them. I, I don't think it's a bad fit. He had, I just don't he had, think he's as good yeah. as George Ford. He had an yeah.
2: outstanding game in the anglo Welsh Cup.
3: Yeah, at, he does have these flickers uh, of brilliance. Um, but I I wonder, would this deal have been rubber-stamped if uh, Bruce Craig had got his original target, which we are led to believe was Aaron Cruden? I don't think he would have played ball. I think he's done this almost as desperation now, because who's going to be that number 10. It doesn't strike me as good as Freddie Burns can be that this is the fly half that's going to push if, you, if you're not winning the league with George Ford I don't see how you win
4: it with Freddie Burns. It's an interesting decision actually because he, he knows he could under duress keep George Ford for one more season mm. but then you've got a big question mark as to who you can bring in and obviously Cruden signed for Montpellier so that's a no-go. Yeah. So by doing this he's almost guaranteeing a lower Standard fly half, but for the next three years at least, because that's what Freddie Burns will be tied into. Yeah, so it, also, it
2: is there's, there's an interesting dynamic well, to this. Well, well will Reese Priestland be number one?
3: I mean, no. no, I struggle to see why you'd do that.
2: No, no, I don't mean over George yeah. Ford the rest of the season. I no, mean no, I know what you're year. saying, but
3: like, no, I well, I wouldn't. I mean, Bath's ultimate goal is to win the European Cup. And it, that was their goal a few years ago when they got to the semis, and they've regressed the year before that. They're on an upwards trend now. I am genuinely surprised that their signing isn't a, a big name Kiwi with contacts to Blackadder. I, I'm really surprised. I'm but, also I'm also looking who? at
2: thinking. Would I wonder if the IR, IRFU might not be happy for Johnny Sexton? Oh no, he's only just come back. But I was just thinking with with Carberry there. Like actually, maybe that's not a bad shout. They've got Carberry and they've got Johnny McPhillips, who's the current England, uh, Ireland under 20. Um,
4: and they've got that Byrne guy who stepped that, up and played uh, yeah, pre- and, pretty well. and
2: the Burn lad. But, they've got a lot of young players. But actually him learning from Sexton will be invaluable.
4: Yeah, and Sexton, I still think, um, prevent his injury problems, don't hamper him. He will be the first choice come 2019 World I World. think um, uh, Lan- Lan- Lancers should be cheeky. Pick up the phone to Bath and offer them a, a loan
3: for Carberry to get a... First-team exchange, and then bring him back, <laughs> and then sell them Sexton at <laughs> exorbitant yeah, price. Well, big
4: Sexton as well, he's apparently on, now on the same money that he was on at Rassing. so he's on Finally so, back to zero then. So Bath, I'm not sure they could bring him in.
3: Well, they could because he's outside the league and they could use their uh, marquee, mar- the marquee. And yeah, the other thing, they can't use their marquee spot for... Um, Freddie Burns. Freddie Burns. No, well, so well, gonna, George, George I, Ford's
2: not on massive money at Bath. Well, not by his current standards.
4: Yeah, goodness. The, the reported figure for George Ford and Reese Priest on it because they're both on the same, same money, aren't they? Is three hundred k. So it's not, which
2: is, which is a lot of money. It, but it, it, it is.
4: A, it's it's, a, it's in the market value, I think, yeah. for a world
3: class fly half. Well, yeah, yeah, I would agree. So I wonder. See, within the NFL, going back to the NFL, when you swap teams, you take your contract with you. Okay so you can buy the contract rather than the player does that make sense Okay
2: yeah yeah because isn't there like a minimum guaranteed amount for a player who's been in so many years and all that Yeah so of you know yeah,
3: so you've got a minimum wage if you want to call it that, that's about $600,000 for a rookie and that so that's what really that's what, stuff, what's right? his
2: name got um uh Jared Hayne?
3: Uh yeah yeah, yeah. so Jared, Jared Hayne would have got a rookie minimum I, I guess He was
2: an Australian did He play? He tried to play for Fiji in the he Sevens. He did, played rugby league. He did league. play Fiji, he, yeah. But, but in, in amongst he didn't, that... He, he didn't make the World
3: Cup squad. No, he didn't make the World Cup yeah. squad.
2: He went to the uh, San Francisco 49ers.
3: So I son, that you get your salary in 16 checks, one for each game week. Right, okay. Actual checks, oh, which I think is nice. ridiculous. Um, don't, I, I
2: want them one of those massive ones they do for charity <laughs> checks. <How long laughs> There's an
3: amazing documentary, right? Yeah, uh, I know we're going off a little bit now, but um, amazing documentary about NFL players getting can, paid.
2: Can, can I just say, I think actually this podcast we we should feel like we can meander slightly, and that will keep us more focused on the uh, Six Nations one. Yes, all right, but exactly. Go on. So go on, tell me about tell me about American footballers' checks.
3: Yeah, and the story goes that this guy got his first ever paycheck. Didn't realize it was a check he had to cash in, and framed it. It was something like twelve thousand dollars,
4: and just left it up there. That. That documentary is one of the most incredible things I've ever seen. Yeah, it is, isn't it, it? These guys, it's talking about bankruptcy in NFL players and guys who were getting paid several million dollars per season mm. and just it just, like it would just disappear. Yeah. So, um
3: we did this so, so there is a rookie symposium now in NFL and they Tell them about money. They tell them about women. They tell them about things to avoid: money and women, basically. <laughs> alcohol, alcohol,
4: alcohol, drugs. Yeah. G- uh, avoid, dog, yeah. dog fighting. And, and the yeah. young,
2: and the young guys who are just newly newly crowned millionaires with all those hormones. Yeah. Are yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they just nodding politely? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Ah, uh-huh, <laughs> sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Thirty, yeah.
4: you say thirty. you can spend it. Okay. We've got a relaxation room with excellent Wi Fi. <laughs> <laughs> it's based on the uh, Worcester facility. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, I was talking to the guys at rugby league. Okay, and. The basic drivers of sports people are the same. Competitiveness. um, Women. Women. (laughs) They're young. Um, And rugby and NFL make a big deal on on the money side. Look after your money, so on and so forth. I met with the new union people. It was a few years ago now of rugby league. And at no point did they ever mention money. So like, yeah. yeah, you should take your dog out for a walk to avoid depression. You should care for someone occasionally. Tell three jokes a day. Um, this, the other. At no point did they ever even consider money because the culture is so different. And yet, the, the, the
4: bankruptcy rates and, and stuff like that in professional sport in the UK are huge. But hearing what Denny Solomona was on, yeah. it's almost not a, 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 a. Well, it's less of an issue, I guess. Or, no, or more, more of an, of an, an issue. Yeah. much more of an issue. Depends which way you look at because it. Because when Denny Solomona goes out. He can't go blowing money because he didn't have it. D- yeah, but the problem is, if you. So this is a, a
3: theme, right? If they are. If they all go out on a night out, do you think they spend up to the amount of Sam Tompkins or do you think they spend (laughs) down to the amount of the uh, uh, academy lads? Yeah. So, that's that's the problem. Everyone in a sports squad, even though they get paid a lot of money, even in the NFL when they do generally get a lot of money, when they go out together,
4: they spend the higher amount. Yeah, so Denny Salamona was, he was, I'm not going to say the figure, but he was on a figure of a recently qualified accountant, I I would say. That's a, that's a fair bench benchmark, yeah. but he won't be spending like when he goes out on the beers. He won't be spending like a recently qualified accountant, will he? No, he will be spending like a mega a yeah. international. mega. So star. actually,
2: they should have done a segment in that in that rugby league financial advice thing on a. This is voucher cloud. You can get two for one offers sometimes mm. if you. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean,
3: it, it, to be fair, it was it was quite serious. It was serious because it's following the death of Terry Newton, right? And they, you know, they've got a big push on mental on, on like mental health because it's a serious issue. Humans aren't designed to go out into stadiums and be hero worshipped for ten years of their, their lives and then di- and then discarded. But it was incredible of all the things that they put out as an issue for sports people. The one yeah. thing they didn't was money,
4: which I yeah. found staggering. Short sight. It does feel short sighted. Well, it? yeah, there you go. So there you go. Consider yourself educated. Transfer news. Transfer news. Anything else? What else? Uh, so, bin Smath... Uh, ben smath. I don't think he's officially signed, but I think he has confirmed that he will sign with New Zealand. New Zealand again. Re-sign. is yeah. uh, no, this is for the Lions, isn't it? Uh, well, so my understanding is New Zealand, the All Blacks are trying to put in contracts to take the players up to 2019. They're doing this succession planning. So Kieran Reid, obviously, fairly famous. He would have had some big money offers, yeah. but he re-signed the captain, the star. Resigned, and that's the kind of the first wave and
2: going back to George Ford again R- Richie McCaw maybe he would have been the same player if he had gone to the top 14 but do you know what he's going to 30 years from now he's going to be the guy that won the World Cup twice George Ford needs to be the guy that is England's number 10 nailed on and he'll want to win domestic and European titles that's how you t- 30 years time that 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 quick paycheck he might have got a sale that, that's, that doesn't matter
3: yeah but you're missing the Mike Ford thing which is you know um, actually, he moves around in order to get Mike Ford a paycheck. So <laughs> never discount the power—the uh, uh, power of the dad. Yeah. Because there's a lot of rumours about Mike Ford showing up as director of rugby for Leicester too. Which, by the way, if that happened, oh, oh, I'd despair.
2: Bin, uh, so Bin Smath staying with New Zealand. Um, is there another bin? We can we talk about on this? Yeah, go for it. Yeah, yeah. MTO. Oh, Ben Spencer. Oh, Ben Teo. Where where would you want Ben Teo to go? He had a great game for England. Well, he had a big impact for He England. did. He had a very good impact. Big impact for England. He's made it very clear, stupidly, that he's not happy, or at least this wasn't what he signed up for at Worcester. You wonder whether he was angling for a move. I think the way to angle for a move is to play well, yeah. Uh, rather than pipe up in the press, when you, particularly when your team are in a bit of a mess and you need to be one of the people to drag them out of it. Um, wh- where would you like to see Ben... Um, BBT
3: Where would he be Where would he fit Good um, Harlequins Instead of Jamie Roberts would but be. If England. Roberts goes back to Wales Leicester, or Leicester to as well There's no yeah. way out, out Manu in BBT Yeah that's not a bad shout uh, By the way I don't think there's any chance
4: Of anyone uh, of Roberts going back to Wales Is there on that, No on that I, don't, I don't think so But it just It just feels like You'd be playing one or the other You couldn't really play both BBT and Jamie Roberts um, It's a very direct Centre partnership isn't it
3: uh, Northampton seems like they could do with it big,
2: well, got out, got out with BL out with um, BLB Lu-
3: yeah. Uh, yeah Yes. Uh, <laughs> BL,
2: out with BLB in with BBT yeah it doesn't
3: really Leinster sounds like a good fit to me <laughs> uh, No, because he's got Robbie Henshaw mm, I bet he's slightly Bath. different to Robbie Henshaw no uh, because uh, Bath. Ro- Bath. do you know what Robbie Fruin isn't capped there's one for you oh, that, no, that,
2: that, that, that you'll hate, him. He can't play... What do you mean, Robbie Fruin isn't captain? Robbie Fruin does not, not have a single not...
4: All Black He's not got an All Black all Oh, yeah. So, or, three years. Three years.
3: Robbie Fruin, mate. I would th- imagine...
2: I would imagine... I would imagine that, uh, I, does his heart condition limit how much of a game he can play? Because he hasn't played more than, like, 45, 50 minutes.
4: He... So... I, so... <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be ludicrous. Um fantasy rugby draft, I was obviously tracking him for a while and I managed to <laughs> managed to get him when he dropped into the This is our league. Phil's top. He yeah. doesn't just
2: make whimsical yeah. spare-of-the-moment decisions like I do. Go on. So
4: he had been playing, I think he was playing for Hawks Bay. Yeah. He, in the ITM, or Mitre Cup, um, he had been playing quite a few 80 minutes and performing rather well um, for, I'm sure it was Hawks Bay. It was Hawks Bay. Prior to, prior to coming. Um, so he has, he's not not played much okay. um, for Bath, but he has played All right. recently. Uh yeah, there's a couple of pictures of him in his Canterbury gear, looking, looking
3: good, looking really. A, he good. He is a big boy. Oh, isn't he? he's a big old he's boy. He's a good specimen too.
2: Br, BRF. Thirteen <laughs> on um,
3: on his back, next to Sonny Bill. I was like, imagine lining up against those. BSB. Two. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. you've got. I mean, there are some combinations which you think, "Oh my god!" Like Bastro Nonu. Oh, but that just, he's got the power. The pace and some outrageous skill I mean yeah. imagine if they started cleaning clean clicking. up on a night out as well yeah oh absolutely
2: <laughs> uh, well the other Ben is uh, that there's rumours surrounding and who knows by the time this podcast is out there may even be some actual um, movement because it may have happened between last night and now when you're here whatever um, uh, <laughs> yeah it
4: might happen on Wednesday or Thursday um, yeah
2: Ben Spencer
4: oh I hope this is true
2: uh, in part of the England wider training squad Saracen's backup scrum half. Off, but with Richard Wigglesworth moving on, you imagine he might have that European and domestic champions s- number nine shirt in his sights. Talk of him going to Sail Sharks.
3: Yeah, two uh, two rock solid sources both say completely different things. Who knows? <laughs> so mm. one of them isn't rock solid.
2: That's, yeah. So it's gonna. So someone from Sail Sharks rock solid, or someone not from Sail Sharks rock solid. Correct. Yeah. So. So,
4: um, so f- f- trying to put myself in. Uh, Ben Spencer's shoes. He's a Stockport lad, I remember that.
2: Is he? Yeah,
4: yeah. He used to play for Cambridge.
3: Yeah, no, he's uh, he's from around here. Is, oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know that.
4: Mm. Um, um, I think he's might even be like Manchester Grammar or Stockport Grammar, something like that. Right, okay. Well, I know he... he I, I played against him when he was about 18 when he was playing at Cambridge. He's a good good player, isn't he? Lovely name drop. Um, obviously. Um, so putting myself in his shoes... I can half understand it and half think what are you doing so part of me thinks well Saracen's got a great track record for bringing through talent and you're going to get experience from playing with Wigglesworth um, and obviously the cock and Mm. you get the opportunity to play with such a good dominant team in the last stage of the Heineken Cup and the last stage of the Vici and you're playing with England's well one of the two fly halves that England will have in Owen Farrell so you'll learn a huge amount from that but for the next couple of years at least, I don't see him ever in the big games being more than a bit part player, playing 20, 30 minutes as a potential game changer or even not coming off the bench. Like the Toulon game just before, uh, just three weeks ago, mm. he didn't even come off the bench because they needed Wigglesworth wiggles to control things. Yeah. So for that reason, he can almost guarantee himself 70 minutes every week by playing at Sale. Hey, and hey, what's the England Cup?
2: <coughs> I, I get the sense that Sale are... Desperate, yeah, done The desk. absolutely desperate. They keep missing out on players, Val Rapava Ruskin, yep. possibly George Ford, and I. And I, I happen to know there's a number of others. Um, some names I'm not. I'm a bit shady on, but I just know they've been trying loads and loads of players and haven't got a, haven't. Being able to seal the they deal, they need
3: one. They need one real marquee.
2: They will be desperate, and so I think that they will. It's, it's they'll be up in the ante all the time. They'll be offering more cash to try and get, yeah. them, get the ball rolling. It's like inertia. They just need to nudge and get. I think they should go abroad though, and
3: they should get a, su- a superstar because the money is available t- to spend, but they want it back. So it's got to be.
2: Well, well yeah.
4: Well, the name draw would be. a good... They've got to do that.
2: Well, we've talked about how important fly halves are, and how expensive they are, and how rare they are to to be able to come by. Yeah. Um, I at, think.
3: Have I mentioned? I think Toulon have signed. Uh, is that is that is that public knowledge? Toulon signed a um, uh, McAllister. Yeah, yeah,
2: that's, yeah been, that's been talked about from Toulouse. Yeah. yeah. So tens are, are rare and very expensive and difficult, precious gems when you have them. So it, it could potentially solve one big issue. Sale Sharks have with a goal kicker ben, yes. ben Spencer is a is a very very good goal kicker. He I is yeah 90,
4: 90 plus percent I believe.
2: And that might appeal to his kind of uh, yeah. So I don't mean this in a negative way for Ben Spencer, but that might appeal to his ego slightly. You can be the main man with the with the with the kicking tee as well.
3: Yeah, yeah. if he's got sights on on, on an international cup, yeah. that'd be really useful for France. Being, being
2: able to show that off. Mm. Um, for friends. France, yeah, it could be Le Pe- <laughs> Le, the first English Le Petit General. Is there, I'm trying to think of an English scrum half. who has been a goal kicker. There must have been, like, a, as in like an international. Yeah, 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 yeah There I'm must tra- have been some. We, we've had centers that have done it and fullbacks.
4: Because Austin Healy played a bit of ten as well. And never wing kicked and, for some reason. I, c- I, I can't recall kicking. him I don't kicking. Think he goal yeah, kicked.
2: someone will set us right on that at Rugby yeah. Podcast. Nines that goal kick that aren't that are English. Don't not French would be one, not maybe. Gomesaw, I think he did a little bit, but not only like as a bit part, not a main man.
3: Yeah.
4: Mm-hmm. Um, okay, w- w- one X, Tim. So, Austin Healy for Leicester Tigers does, does have... He has scored a number of points that is not divisible by five. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So, he has scored... Uh, he has at least one conversion I can confirm He scored 322 well, points In his 237 appearances What, what, what about he
2: played When it was 4 points for a try When did 4 points 5 points for a try come in
4: oh, That was way before then Wasn't yeah. it
2: Was it Are You sure I reckon if he, he, stopped, I, he started oh, no, in 90 He would have been like Mini rugby's wouldn't he He, he started in 96 if He's so, got Can you remember scoring 4 point tries
4: No No Can you
2: I think I can
3: I was talking about this the other day about... Um, r- I was like, I would have been really little. Like, rugby laws and why they should keep the laws as consistent as they can for you, for kids. Like, I had no idea what was going on from one year to the next because they continually changed the laws. It was a, it was a nightmare.
2: Three-man scrums and... Yeah, then five-man scrums. Five-man scrums and then there was there was one point at which can there, was, there, was, there was... You push five metres and two metres. There was one prop, one It was like two men in the front row with a number eight and a flanker. I actually thought that was the best mini rugby scrum setup that I've heard of. So you had two guys in the front row... One was the hooker. The one on the right was the hooker. The one on the left was a prop. The number eight was between the two props, and a flanker on the side. Just confusing to Four me. Four men. Now, at least you that, get the that... action of hooking and it being mm. held for the scrum half. Yeah,
4: anyway. that is that does sound a bit confusing. though.
2: It does. It is confusing. It is. Uh, any of the rumours? No, tell us at Rugby Podcast. Let us know. God, we're 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 at, come on. Let's freshen this up, boys. We're acting like we're a little bit tired. but It's almost like we've been doing. This is the second podcast we're doing today. This is the first one we're doing today. But, yes, that is right. But um, we, we've had a long day at work, well, hard day at work. It's been a very tough day at very work. Very tough though. Tuesday well, well, Shall, um, we, shall it, we talk
4: about... It was 1992, so it was before oh, Austin Healy played for Leicester. Uh, shall we talk about this week's Premiership fixtures?
3: Because it's a really interesting weekend. There's some genuinely good games.
2: Yeah. i tell you what, one thing I, I want to run through first is... We, we've been, we had quite a good response on Twitter to a love-to-hate-15... Um, oh yeah uh, So I'll just run through What our listeners came up with So there are some characters In the game That you kind of You kind of hate But you kind of love to hate They're kind of The, 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 the pantomime villains Yes The, the kind of But it's, it's good to have Those characters in the game It's good to have Definitely
4: those, Definitely
2: Those people So uh, I'll run through Do you want to go 1 to 15 or 15 to 1?
4: 1 to f- 1 to 15 Because I had a very brief Think about this But I, sh- I struggled a bit With props Props is quite difficult More? I agree Marla, probably, yeah. Definitely Marla. I, but I, I love, Marla, I love but Marla.
2: Quite, I love Marla, Quite, I love I love proper church as well, but quite a few people mentioned Keen Healy. Why would that be? Oh, because mm, he DJs and stuff? Yeah. That's why? Oh,
4: no, he did have a bit of a nasty streak. Do you not remember his, his stamp on um, Dan Cole? I'm going back about four years. He has had a few little incidents. Yeah, I can see that.
2: Uh, Hooker... Um,
4: Dills, Dills. Yep. yeah, yeah. Um, there's probably a load of hookers. There's,
2: probably, there's a ton of hookers, but I've just picked out Brian a few. Moore, uh, yeah. yeah. But, um, seller boss on Twitter said Brian Moore honorary lifetime president. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, tired prop? There wasn't any. That, tired props suggested really,
3: really nice people. Is, is that what we're saying?
2: Or we're just expecting them to be
4: really horrible? Yeah, there
2: must so, be one tired prop.
4: Because like, you, um, what's your name? Kevin Yates.
2: I think he was a loose head as well. A loose head. Maybe loose heads are the nasty ones and tight heads are nice, just, the, just Nice, just nice guys. Because maybe it's like they're so big and confident in themselves. They're like the, size of the, ba- the size of the back end of a bus that they're kind of yeah, like, Yeah, no one's going to mess with me. All right, so we'll skip tight end, unless you can come up with one at Rugby Podcast. Second rows, Martin Johnson and Pascal Pape. Uh,
3: yeah. Yep. Yeah.
2: Um, six, Callum Clark.
4: Yes. 100%.
2: Seven, Richie McCaw. People did love to hate him because he was just just cheap. He's He's a a cheat, just a
4: blatant cheat.
2: And I was surprised that there was there wasn't many number eights that were suggested at Rugby Podcast.
3: Sergio uh, Sergio Parisi.
2: What love to hate? No, we love to love.
3: Yeah, but recently, no, no one hates him. Uh, Stefan fans do.
2: Tom Wood was uh, mentioned. Um, Very fair. But what what was what's his kind of?
3: Oh, how about Nick Easter? There's 10 grand down the drain. He was like a villain for a long time. <laughs> I like that. I like it too, yeah. but...
2: Uh, scrum off. Now, it's part of the job description. Yeah. Um, there's so many. Uh, Reese Webb, for his constant appealing to the ref. Austin Healy. <laughs> yep. Uh, was uh, mentioned a lot. Captain Connor Murray was mentioned a lot. Danny Kerr was mentioned a lot. Matt Dawson was Man, mentioned yep. a lot. And there's so many. But so which one would you pick? Because you love to hate. Probably people love to hate. I hate Austin Healy, don't they? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm half this loads. Uh, Ronan Ogara. Yes. Yeah. Yes. In. Done. End this now. Mean Englishman on Twitter says Ogara. Oh, sorry. You mean love to hate, not hate with the fire of a thousand suns. <laughs> why, why do people hate Ronan Ogara so much?
3: I don't know, but I, I, I feel I feel it.
2: Um, and then Johnny Sexton was mentioned for his... Sp- I,
4: I can tell you why oh, I hate on. Ronan Ogara. Because the, the Lions. The Lions. The Lions, the, Lions. The, Lions, the second test in kick South it out, Africa. Kick it out. Oh, God. No,
3: kick it up in the air penalty, uh,
2: kick. Uh, Johnny Sexton for his diving. Owen Farrell um, was mentioned a bunch of times. Yeah.
4: I c- mm. So loads of people hate Farrell. England fans are non-England fans. But loads of people... Se- so I can understand why Wales fans would hate Owen Farrell. Yeah. But England fans, there's a load of people who seem to have this like uninformed opinion that he's either not a talented fly half or he's just, just doing it because his dad used to be coach. Yeah, they're idiots. He is... Absolute class. Yeah. He's brilliant.
2: Um, Quade Cooper, Butch James, Danny Cipriani, James. Stuart Barnes. Uh, yeah, do you know what, <laughs> actually, you
3: could, you could list off most of the Australian team,
4: couldn't you? Yeah. yeah. yeah you could. Um, yeah, yeah Kurtley Beal, James O'Connor. I do not like James O'Connor at all. Uh, I mean, some of them are just fun lads. Others are... I mean, I'll give you Drew an Mitchell example. and Gitto seem like great lads. Top boys. Yeah. James O'Connor...
3: Uh, Um, Who's the guy um, Plays on the wing Runs like a horse Used to be at the Reds Uh, Diggers Digby Ioane Digby (laughs) Ioane He's easy to hate isn't he (laughs) Centres uh,
2: We've got Big Gav at 12 What? what? (laughs) (laughs)
4: Peculiar (laughs)
2: That's what the people say And um, outside centre Old school one Will Carling And uh, more recent one Keith Earls.
4: Oh okay Yeah, I can understand. Keith Earls, when he got sent off against Glasgow... And he was calling, was it Fraser Brown? Yeah, a, cheat. Kind of a cheat. I quite like that, he though. He kind of really endeared himself to me with that. The, he's the cheat. It was the, the cheat. He, I, I like the passion. Yeah. I just felt it was misguided.
2: Wingers, uh, Chris Ashton and Johan Uge. Uge.
4: Uge. they yeah. my favourite players.
2: Loads of people mention Liam Williams. What's what's the story there? Oh, yeah, he's Liam bit, Williams, definitely. Yeah, he's a bit he's of a...
3: He's feisty little... A bit of a pikey. Yeah, nasty, Swansea lad. I mean, he's a nice guy. But, you know, he's, he's definitely got that... If, you, if, you, if you can
2: survive a night out in Swansea, you, then you've got to be made of something. Exactly. Yeah.
4: So, if you can sw- survive a night out in Swansea dressed as Wilfred Boney. He, he's meant to be. He can do anything. So would Liam Williams be... M- Liam the, Williams the, is the, men be seriously tough.
2: Yeah, I bet he is.
3: And, and, and Scott Williams, actually. I mean, those are the two lads that they talk about as seriously hard.
2: So would Liam Williams oust Mike Brown from A Love to Hate 15? Mike Brown got a bunch, bunch of mentions as well. So only okay. Rob Carney, by the way.
4: Oh really? Yeah. But well, boy, I, I, Rob. I like him. I like him. Yeah,
2: like yeah, I like Rob Kearney. Rob, dashingly handsome gentleman. Um, Liam Williams or Mike Brown? Would you have as your fullback then? The people said Brown, but would you? I, I find really Brown had... more offensive. All right, well, Brown, then. Yeah, I love Mike Brown. I I love Mike Brown. Again, well. he's one of those. I
4: love how he's angry and it yeah. winds other people up. Yeah, it like, winds the Welsh. Up. Yeah,
2: I love the passion. I think I I love it. Uh, so there you go. I'd Love to hate fifteen. Any more to add at Rugby Podcast? These games this weekend,
4: right? Friday night. So there's no Six Nations on Friday night. So I will be gorging in a feast of rugby. Uh, we until have, the sweet cream end, until the b- bitter, All right. b- horrible bitter acrid end. Yes, like our podcast. Um, right, Bath host host Northampton. Uh, both both losing a few players yeah. to the internationals. Um, but Bath on form at home you would expect Mm. I'm going to go with Northampton really
3: yeah because they've been building quite nicely they've got a ton of depth in their pack so they don't really miss that much Uh, particularly uh, particularly Particularly Dylan Hartley they don't miss Dylan Hartley's not not playing big deal (laughs) Um, also Anglo-Welsh They've been putting out strong teams because I think that they really want to have a run of form yep. coming into Premiership. They'll they'll have Myler, so they'll have their starting halfback combo. And they'll have most of their backs available with the exception of George North. So the people yep. that they're missing, they haven't had that much this year anyway. Give me Northampton. And Big Harry
4: Mander's back. The oh, s- who played savior. well. Very well. Yeah.
2: Mm, it will be a very different looking bath team. That said, they'll have Rocco... They'll have Priestland. Chris Cook is a name that no one mentioned
4: for the Yeah, for uh, good reason. Love so to we're... hate 15. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah that's very true. Photo so uh, will Karl be playing. Priestland, Homer uh,
2: will be playing. Homer and the B, yeah. BRF. Benny Taps.
4: Yeah, Benny Taps is a class. We might see BRF. So
2: give me, uh, give me Bath at huh? home. Yeah,
4: give me Bath. Mm. Oh, and who else might be playing? Uh, BDD. Big, Big Dave, Dave Denton. Big Dave Denton. Oh, what, is he back, is he? He played th- this weekend. That's one of the interesting LV Cup. Ooh, well, that's good to hear. Yeah. God knows how they're going to work all these
3: eights. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Zach Mercer is some player. Yeah. He's my favourite out of all their eights. I mean, obviously, Falatau is the, is a top guy. When you,
2: when you look back, Dave Denton wasn't a great bit of business for Bath, was it? They paid a whole year of his contract to get him early.
3: Mm. Yeah, why do they do that? I mean, yeah. what were they trying... who is it Houston they are trying to replace? Oh, it was Maffey, wasn't it? Yeah. After maffy did something terrible in the queue of the physio room or something Would
2: you say it was better or would you, what, how, Where would you rank maffy and Genji's uh, reasons for getting, having to leave their
4: club? For...
3: I, I, I'm bound by legal a um, legal process <laughs> that I <laughs> can't to even, even con- rank To
4: even discuss even the number, ranking even, oh, God no okay, fine. <laughs> I, I, I value this so, small podcast career that I have So me and you say in Bath, Tim yep. Jay's on Northampton yep. Yep. All right. We then got Bristol hosting Quinns now this feels like a good time for Bristol to host Quinn. Yeah, I'll say. Yeah. Give me Bristol.
2: How did Bristol... Bristol got pumped by
4: Exeter. They did get a got, bit of a beating.
2: Having got a beat down against Bath a little while ago.
4: Yeah. No, they, presumably they're resting quite a few players. They they have one focus. Well, they've got six, 60 odd players, so you'd expect them to do something. <laughs> you um, they give, don't lose anyone to internationals?
3: No, they don't. Henson's back in training. And that is big, actually. I'm not just saying it's a joke. That is big for them. Yeah. Um, Woodward's playing well. He does everything. Yeah. Uh, is Ciali Pietal. Uh,
4: two, two two no. 2C PC. No, Pia- Pietel Oh, Cia- sorry. Ciali Pietal. Yes. Yeah. So that's kind of a big deal. Um, and Quinn's
2: are oh, no care, no Brown, no Robshaw from injury. Uh Clifford might be with the England squad. Might get, yeah. might get released back.
4: Yeah, Yard might get released back. Vissam might get released back. Vi- no Marler.
3: Vissam might get released back. Oh right, yeah, I see. He yeah. was
4: he, he wasn't in the match day twenty. Amazing that he three. Yeah.
3: the squadron are so good they don't need Tim Visser. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Uh so and yeah.
2: Phil's tracking him because he's part of his fantasy team.
4: Of course he is. So he's been injured for a, a few weeks. Uh, he's not played for me for a few weeks, which is very disappointing because he's Form has been outstanding yeah. when he has played. Give me Bristol. I think Bristol will win this. I'm going for Bristol as well.
2: I'm willing a Bristol victory. And then the next Just to one... make it nice and spicy and interesting, make it a proper three-way relegation scrap.
4: Yeah, and the next one we don't need to talk about for long. Uh, Newcastle travel. To, well, no, we need to to we the. We need to talk about it equally to the A J Bell.
3: Okay, this is going to be like Northampton. Sale have been using the the L the V Anglo Welsh in order to get a run of form. They've got yep. three games on the bounce. I like how they're looking. I'm going to go with Newcastle. <laughs> You're going against
2: Sale at I, home. I
3: think, I think Newcastle will do it, because I just think they're a better team at the moment.
2: No, I'm going to sail at home. Well, think about this, Tim. They're going to squeeze it out. Do you, do you really think? I think they will. I don't think
3: Newcastle are missing a single guy, and this week, do you, do you know who came back? Go on. One Sonotti Sonotti. Really? Yeah. So they've got loads of firepower. Was it a muscular
2: now. ball of barbed wire? What was yeah, it? rolling
3: ball of barbed wire. Exactly what I see <laughs> when I see him. Um, <laughs> that is a huge addition. I mean, to a backline which has got all. That. I mean, they could they could conceivably have sacchino Gonover, Watson, and Snotty Snotty on the same field.
4: Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's
3: that's uh, a frightening prospect. Where's
2: Where's what's his face?
3: Um, Delaney, Hammersley. Uh, Capture it!
2: No. Oh no, I'm thinking of. Um, well, oh, the just way... thinking with Worcester, Adam the, Hughes, the scrum half. Um, oh, who got who hard? He's
4: still injured. He, he's in the country. I can confirm. Right, I've been following his um, his uh, Instagram account. There you go. Uh,
2: I think Sale will sneak it at home.
4: Give me Newcastle. I
2: don't want I, again. I want Newcastle because I just want for for the spectacle, for the for the exciting running. I want a three way relegation scrap. You
3: just want. Sales to go down. I don't want sales you want to go down, down. any more than you would, I want Bristol you would like to or see the, go down. You would like to see the demise of Northwest Rugby, the, Rugby in <laughs> the North, just to get one up on uh, on Sale fans.
4: And <laughs> no. your former rugby. employer. Yeah. Yeah.
2: No, no, I don't hold any grudges. I wouldn't. I uh, no, that's fine.
4: I I would quite like to see Sale go down, just because I'd like to see. Um, Why do you let that guy's tires down then, Tim? Sorry? <laughs> Why do you let that guy's tires down? <laughs> I would like to see Steve Diamond explode in a press conference. He's going to have to fire himself. he's Oh, forget it. I'm not really going to <laughs> there you go into it. Okay, Saturday's games. Uh, Leicester host Gloucester. Leicester need a win. Leicester have to get a win. They're missing a few players, though. Mm-hmm. Gloucester have got a nice selection of
3: backs who are actually doing relatively well and will not be called up. So they've got the best backline you can have, without being called up to the to to, to international level. So Hook is around, Burns is around.
4: Um, well, they, they lose Laidlaw, they lose Matt Scott, although he wasn't in the twenty-three. 23- they're they're going to lose on the base
2: to their nine ten.
4: Well, I don't think ten's a problem. To be honest,
2: be Willie Hines and and, and Burns, and Burns, but Burns. Burns actually isn't too bad. Hines has been playing well as well. Yeah, Hines has been doing you know, all right.
3: That isn't really the weakness. I mean, no, the we- right. I think the weakness they've got is almost like this, like systemic team thing, and they do stupid things at stupid times. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it isn't it's, like it's Johnny May syndrome. Yeah, it's not like I mean, yeah. Without Johnny May, they might win. Yeah, it, without him mm. running sideways and stuff. And this,
4: this was a. The average Tr- try, Hugh's, Hugh of the team, has drastically shot up. <laughs> this was a tremendous um, game at the start of the season when uh, Gloucester were winning by twenty odd points and then yeah, somehow right. threw it away.
2: And, and these two teams have thrown up really amazing games in the past. I remember something like a forty-four all or something. Go go back maybe five years. I I, I seem to remember Leicester Gloucester games being yeah. generally entertaining. So
3: well, I mean Gloucester were known for that a huge pack and a huge scrummaging front row, and so were Leicester. <laughs>
2: Aaron Major needs something well sorry
4: more than five years ago not right now oh god no not right now
2: Aaron Major needs something good to happen Um,
4: Leicester at home Leicester yeah a job offer from New Zealand
3: would be the best thing that he can hope for Uh, apparently they're linked you know with the South African South African attack coach I think that's Mm. the latest
4: one Mm. Mm. so wait to bring an attack coach under your attack coach
3: yeah well they tried that didn't they it didn't work so I think when this guy comes in if they do bring a guy in uh, it will be completely well just to, just to replace Major yeah they need Major's to start again still, still quite popular with the players though that's the other thing really
4: popular. that is important yeah they, they absolutely love him but uh, anyway uh, give me Leicester Leicester at home yep. Burns v Burns same um, then this this will be interesting 3 o'clock Saturday Worcester host Saracens so Saracens missing a load of guys they've obviously still got um, a pretty decent team because it can still call on a whole host of internationals, but they aren't as strong when they're missing a load of players. Nope. Worcester have got a couple of decent performances recently, and um, at home. No,
2: so, no. Who hard though? Is no. b- Bryce Heem will be back now?
4: Yeah. No. Who hard? No. Big Ben. Panel. Uh Pennell's an interesting question. No, he's still out. He's got a um what did plant something fascia...
3: What do you Planta call it? Fasciitis. Pl- fa- fasciitis. So he is not playing. That's it. an interesting one. Yeah. Hmm. Um oh and, and no, I think he's just like he's doing some light running and stuff. He, he he might be yeah, he's close to it. But he's not back. Okay. Um he
2: doesn't do light running. He he's either 100% or zero. Yeah. <laughs> completely well, static well, or He's d- doing as hard as he can. Because, That's because just how Chris because, Pennell goes. Because he
3: can't run. He's doing a ton of stuff on the watt bike to replicate um to replicate like match intensity,
2: I'd love to know what you men are do on a watt bike. Maybe you can tell me, Phil, because you know, because like I, I've s- sat on one in the gym and done some little in- intervals and stuff. You'd have to tell me like what you men to do because like what's the relevance of the wattage? Is it something to do with your weight and what you should be out? No, yeah, no, the British the Cycling
4: weight. use it, so you, you've got to yeah. raise it to high heaven. So, well, the two things so it does ac- it gives accurate watts so power output, and it also um, will tell you your left right balance as well, oh, which I'm is sorry. obviously really important for evening things up. But just use it like a normal exercise bike. Just right. just do. But it is in, cool, I, isn't it, to say anything. what bike? I mean, that's yeah, what yeah. they do, isn't it? It's
3: really yeah. Re- yeah, cool yeah, thing. I've, I've been what, I've been yeah, what, been what bike in. Yeah. What of it?
2: Yeah, it's in a what bike sesh.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. Uh, so what was the game? Worcester. Uh, Worcester, Worcester, Sar- Worcester Saracens. Oh, the ball the ball will roll on. Yeah,
3: hear me now, believe me later. Beatdown.
4: From Saracens to it, Worcester. It's going to be a six-way beatdown at six ways. Uh I'm also going Saracens, but I think it'll be closer than some people There's might two.
2: Expect. There's two places there'll be a six-way beatdown. That'll be at six ways and in the Worcester Academy House on their <laughs> ultra-fast Wi-Fi. Oh, Tim. <laughs>
4: Incognito mode. Oh, oh Tim. <laughs> and the final game of the weekend on the Sunday, 1 o'clock early start, presumably because of the Six Nations, Extra Host Wasps. Nice. Oh, this is
2: tasty. Exeter gave a beat down to Bristol uh, in the Anglo-Welsh. They've Where are been they? looking really good in the, the Avicii.
4: Where's the game being played? Yeah. Sunday Park.
2: And are they only missing Thomas Francis, who's like their fourth choice uh. fourth tight head? Yeah,
4: how? Right. So <laughs> imagine going to
3: an Exeter training session and you're looking at these props right? like Ben Moon destroying things, Hepburn, Harry, Harry Williams doing shuttles for fun, beating the backs and then there's Thomas Francis
4: and someone says spot the international prop <laughs> which which one would you go for? <laughs> it is incredible that Exeter's fourth choice is Wales' second choice yeah and
3: he's not even like the first choice props I mean the first choice props are this almost stereotypical sorry prototypical modern prop who does everything and then there's Thomas Francis <laughs> yeah Bizarre. Who's,
2: who sorted things out for Wales against Italy, though? Oh, yeah, sure. Isn't that, yeah. isn't that mad? Kind of. Yeah, he did. Kind they they that. went from being weak in the squad. I did to hear dominant. the
3: commentators say, uh, "Great body shape by Francis." <laughs> <laughs> okay. Each their own.
2: Yeah, absolutely.
4: Uh, I so so. lose so X- so and obviously they're missing Jack Now. Jack Null, yeah,
2: Slade in the squad, but he'll probably get released back if he Slade might state. get
4: released back. Yeah. No, um, I think he'll be involved next week. How many players are Wasps missing? Well,
3: this is the thing of Wasps. So, they keep Cipriani, they keep Gopeth. Mm.
4: Yeah, so... East, that they say keep Eastman, is... they keep Wade, they keep Beale, they keep Miller, they keep Halai. Yeah. Wow. They lose Elliot Daly. So, so They lose DJ, Haskell, DJ Haskell, who's not played, and they lose Nathan Hughes, mm. who is a...
2: Thomas Young will probably get released back. He's not been involved. Yeah. Yeah.
3: So, the point I was going to make was... Guy Thompson. They are very weak underneath their... First fifteen, in my in my opinion, they're week, weak. Okay, who? Well, wasps. in the forwards, wasps. No, in the backs, beneath the first fifteen. Really? Yeah. So like you. Well,
2: Eastman's not a like if everyone's fit, Eastman doesn't start. Eastman no. does start. I mean, no, but, no, he doesn't. Yeah, but no, then got after got that, with. you've
3: got like um, if it, there was a game a few weeks ago when, like Miller was playing fly half, and then you had two guys. What second you, second choice fullback? Yeah,
2: second choice fullback, Miller.
3: Yeah. And w- then Willie Larue. When does he arrive? And then Bassett was. Yeah. You know, and then ba- Bassett was one of the most experienced players. So when they lose, like, they're st- st- same with they won. They're starting fifteen. There, I think they're notable, not- noticeable how inexperienced their second fifteen are in, in the
4: backs I, th- I think they they could put almost two very experienced back lines up. So you have
2: ha- some, ha- some, ha- some, ha- some ha- not starting on yeah, the wing. Miller's the not starting at f- Well, wouldn't start at fullback. Didn't start when Beal was fit and available. Everyone was yeah. fit. Eastman's not been starting. Um, Gopeth hasn't been starting at 10 he's 12 Simpson hasn't been starting at 9
4: Halai has not been starting yeah, on the wing
2: I think that's a pretty tidy back line yeah uh, of backups
4: and then who is the guy recently and they're only missing one of them uh, wait yeah. there wait there
2: forwards though Mullen Mullen leaves a little bit of a hole yeah they'll have Tommy Taylor back so I think I think Was will be fine and they'll win Launchbury obviously is a big loss but they've got Gaskell and Mile. My- yeah They'll be fine. Um, I still think Exeter going win. Though. I think they'll win at home.
3: Yeah. I think Exeter will win. Yeah. I'm uh, not sure so, so it's going to be comfortable but... We're yeah.
4: all agreed. Agreed. And Pro 12, we can quickly rattle through these. Yeah. People, make... people will love the amount of Pro 12 coverage we've given so far in this podcast so <laughs> let's keep it going. <laughs> let's go for it. Uh, Zebra host Ospreys. Okay. Oh, right. Okay. Good. Next Two game. teams Next. missing their entire teams. Uh, Glasgow host Scarlet. Brilliant. Next one.
2: It is a, such a shame, the Pro 12, because of the lat, no, the 12 teams in the Avicii Premiership makes such a difference to weekends like this. I, I mean, why? Because the Pro 12 sh- shouldn't run on weekends like this.
3: Yeah. yeah, I mean, why have the Italian teams, right? Why have them? Then you can save those games and not play during the Six Nations. JB said, alright, the amount of times I've saved the Pro 12, <laughs> potentially, if they listen to me,
4: they just or, need to listen to me.
2: Or you, again, the, having a, a they've got a lot of depth in some of their squads, like you look at Leinster and some of the guys that they could put out as a second string. So and the provinces in Ireland are particularly strong. But so yeah. so I don't necessarily agree with not playing at all during Six Nations, but, yeah, but some, the whole point of provinces something is, right? else. Yeah, but, like an Anglo Welsh. Yeah, but the
3: whole point of provinces, Tim, is that they're representative. So you get your club rugby in the clubs, Blackrock or Shannon or whoever yeah, yeah, you play for, and then they draw you in when you're good enough, and then you play for them. Same with the regions, but like the regions want A teams now. Well, isn't that what the premiership's for? Isn't that what RGC's for? You get your experience, and then you go go, go to a region.
2: Ding, bingo! That I call house <laughs> RGC's been Way. mentioned as well. <laughs> <laughs>
3: um, here, just here is the um, just you know here is the um, the Wasps team that played Worcester. Okay. Uh, O'Connor, Halai, Macken, uh, Lou, Lu what? What's his name?
2: Le, Le-, 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 Le- Yeah, Leui. Le-
3: Le- Bassett, Miller, Robson. Bassett.
4: Yeah, but I'd say so. That like, is a th- that's probably a third choice. Yeah, back so that, line, not a second choice. Yeah, so like
3: underneath, they don't have a tremendous amount of experience, but actually they do because we- you're missing a ton of players there. Yeah. Two fly halves, one, two centres, two full backs Yeah.
4: Yeah, and they still won. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right, on with the Pro12. Glasgow Scarlets, Munster Host Dragons.
2: It's all all home wins. Well, no, actually Glasgow missing so many points, who knows. I haven't made a prediction for any of these. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm
4: knows. I'm not sure. So, but, Osprey ZB, Pro12 fans,
2: like, like you know what, if, if by all means talk to us, tell us why what you think should happen because I can't imagine if you're a fan of one of these Pro12 sides, you're going to be that interested either. I don't know.
4: Well, they can't be that interested, or they'd show up to games. the So, Connacht fans who hardly lose any players, they they will be interested. Yes, this is true. But besides that, I'm not I'm not so sure.
3: Yeah, and also, like, for Wales, for instance, if you're a fan of the Welsh regions, I mean, all the Welsh regions are pretty much congregated around the Millennium Stadium. It. Anyway, it's all very South Southallian-based. If you've got some spare cash, you're probably going to go to Cardiff rather than go to, to your region. Mm. So... It's not only that the players on there; they've got direct competition for fans. Like the English game can support that because you might want to go to watch Newcastle rather than go go to Twickenham. But well, the only, populations exactly, are so small. There's
2: still only eighty or 85,000 people can get into Twickenham.
3: Yeah. Um, same with Scotland. Same with Ireland. I just don't see why they why, why they do this.
4: Mind you, it is famously well run the Pro 12. So. And that concludes our Pro 12 review this week or preview this week.
2: Outstanding. At Rugby Podcast on Twitter, um, find out about our trip to Romania and get involved.
4: Yeah, um, we'd love to see
3: that.
2: Subscribe on iTunes or Acast or wherever, and then um, we can make sure that the next episode we will have two next week as well. Six Nations domestic podcast you can get delivered to you. And uh, any other thoughts you got? Leave your reviews. And with that one, boys, it's very late. It's Tuesday evening. Of course, we had to start this after I finished work. Um, and I work. Fair play to you, mate. I worked till eleven. Well, yes. fair play to you guys. So I don't have to get up in the it's morning. It's 3.30 in the morning.
4: Though. And I, yeah. I'm up at 5am. Yeah. I've got to be on the road. Wow. So
2: uh, incredible work. Rate Where had. are you uh,
4: this morning? Uh, tomorrow morning I'm in Leeds. Good and God. then Thursday morning I'm in London. Yeah, well, in five hours' time I fly out to uh, Berlin. <laughs> <laughs> Unlucky, boys.
2: <laughs> right, so that is it. That is a wrap from the Egg Chasers Rugby Podcast. Uh, if you uh, wanted to watch this or the other podcast um, for this week... On Facebook Live, that's up there as well. You we can have a look inside the Rugby Dungeon. I can reveal that at some point in that video. JB does a little strip tease and gets his socks out for the <laughs> <my> lads. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it, was,
4: it was a bit distracting while he was
2: doing that, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> well, right. well. Anyway, uh, thank you very much for listening. Nice one, Phil. Thank you, Tim. Talk about JB. Thank you, Tim. In a bit.
0: Bye bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter.